0: Welcome to Terminal Talk, a podcast on mainframe and mainframe-related topics. I'm Frank,
1: and I that's Jeff,
0: <laughs> and with us is Mike Keister and Kevin Miner, who are from Device Services. We've got uh, Mike is a, uh, s- a software developer, Kevin is a tester, and they've been doing stuff on uh, on disk for forever, right? You guys are. Uh, disk experts.
1: Well, we, I'll go with we've been doing this forever. I'm not sure about experts. <laughs> Never trust anyone who says they're an expert yeah, or they know exactly. everything. <laughs> yeah.
2: no, we've been doing this forever.
0: We could yeah. say expert ish. How's
2: that? Aspiring experts. Yeah. <laughs> Aspiring experts. That's even better. Frank asked us to stop by and talk about the, the VTalk on a ZOS CKD volume. And we all we all know DASD. People who use ZOS know DASD because they allocate data sets, they write to data sets, um, they delete data sets. So so they know DASD. Uh, they may not understand how the system keeps track of their their data sets or these files they create on these DASD devices. Um, and so how this is done is is you can't do anything on ZOS until you initialize the volume and you initialize the volume with ICKDSF. And that's the, that's the program that Mike has been supporting component. Mike's been supporting for a really, 30, really, 30 really plus long time. Years, yeah. 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 Um, and so you, you use ICKDSF to initialize the volume as part of this initialization process. You create this thing called a VTOC. Uh, the VTOC is just what it sounds like a volume table of contents. Just like you would think of a table of contents in a book, or or in a um, a catalog, or you know something like that, and uh, this table of contents this VToc keeps track of all your files, all your data sets on the volume. Uh, there's a special addendum to this uh, VToc called an index VToc. Now, if you think of a VToc like a Rolodex, um, I can't think of a a, a near a new new generation uh, term for a Rolodex. I can't think of one, but if you think of it as a Rolodex, the index is like the um, uh, initials or the alphabet in your Rolodex. You know, So if you wanted to look up somebody that's started with an I, you would go to the you know, letter I and start there instead of starting at the, the beginning of the, the Rolodex and moving forward. And so this index VTAC is a way to uh, speed up your uh, data set locate, um, and it look think just like Rolodex, and just like the the alphabet on your Rolodex. That's the index, and so this this VTOC has all your has the information about all your files on this hard drive. And when you initialize the volume, you you define you you being the guy who's been doing this for forty or forever you <laughs> define the size of the VTOC. You, you tell it how big it's going to be. That how big it's going to be is is a topic of discussion uh, that's been going on um, since Mike started supporting ICKDSF. What's the right number as far as how big are you going to make this? And it all depends on how many files you're going to put on this volume. So it depends on the the size of the volume, the size of the... What's it going to be used for? You're going to put a lot of small data sets on there. You're going to put a lot of large data sets on there. Uh, There are basically in GOS six different types of data sets. The VTOC does not care what kind of file you create, it just knows you created a file. And it will keep track of where your file is on this DSD device. Uh, by a thing, an entry in the VTOC called a DSCB, dataset control block. And this is a pointer to say, this is where your file begins, this is how long your file is, uh, this is the, the space assigned to your file on this hard drive. And so, this is the VTOC, the DSCB, and the index. That's, that's the pieces that make up your file. As you write to your file and extend it, you will get different DSCBs and it will get attached to your primary DSCB and the system will keep track of all of this for you. That's that's a VTOC, that's a DSCB. The index is just a, a subset. It's a summary of files on this hard drive or on this, this DASD device. And and when you think VTOC think think just like you would on your your uh, laptop it doesn't matter if it's a flash drive or if it's a spinning Device, uh, the concept is all the same. The VTOC's created the same way, uh, just on the ZOS uh, DASD device. You have to decide how how large you're going to make this VTOC. In um, and your in your other platforms, the system makes that determination for you. Um, and so you create this VTOC, and you can create the index. Um, now we have we have recently published a best practice to say, uh, to recommend you no longer, you no longer specify the size of the index dataset. You let the system determine that for you. And this best practice explains why you would do that. Uh, the, the problem with where we are in ZOS today is, uh, we've been initializing volumes for as long as there's been a ZOS-like a, um, operating system. And we've been carrying forward the same JCL from a system programmer or storage admin year after year after year. And we we've been running this same JCL and we may or may not know all the attributes of this job we're running. We just know we've run this job and it initializes the volume. it it usually
3: usually that JCL is so old that it it was JCL that was written when you actually had spinning disks. So (laughs) they would think that the the location of the VTOX, should be right in the middle of the, the volume, so for the fastest access. But now, nowadays you don't even have spinning disk. it's, it's, it's a virtual array, so which tells you the thing actually exists on the, the disk. It doesn't really even exist there.
1: So but how much control do I have or do I need to have um, when it comes to VTalk? or you know is it just something that you know knowing there's a bunch of smart people behind this, I can just kind of let it go automatically?
2: The only thing you can, the only thing you need to specify right now is how large you want to create it. Right. Uh, where you actually create it doesn't really make any difference anymore. Uh, and we, we recommend you don't create the index. Um, and it all depends on uh, the number of, of files or data, data sets you're going to put on this volume. If you're going to put a small number of data sets on it, then you would create a really small VTOK. If you're going to put a large number of data sets on it, uh, you can create a large VTOC. The the number of data sets uh, that you can create, if if you have a one-track VTOC, that's 50 data sets. So you can do the math, basically, on this is how many data sets, you know, 50 times the number of tracks for your VTOC. Uh, and, and each, each DASD device is different depending on what that Dasty device is going to be used for and we can't come up with a a number for you uh, because everybody every application every every system every Dasty device is different some of them may be somewhat the same but you know there's no there's no hard and fast number for anything on this for vtops they-
3: then the other got gotcha you is, is depending on the, the volumes that you have. So if you have a, a volume under 65,520 cylinders, that's considered a non EAV. So that only needs one DSCB for the data set. But anything over 65,520 is an EAV, and that requires two DSCBs to identify a data set. Right. OK, what's, you just, a, what's an EAV?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I need question. Yeah, that's, a,
2: that's an extended attribute uh, volume. Which means, oh, of course! Right, you're right. And so, on an extended attribute volume, the volume can be up to one terabyte in size. And over a, the we we break the device logically into two different sections: uh, basic addressing storage, which is all storage below six hundred sixty-five five hundred twenty cylinders, and extended attribute storage or, or cylinder managed storage, which is all storage above sixty-five five hundred twenty. In, in the extended attribute storage, you're, it doesn't matter what size your you allocate re- allocation request is going to be. it's going to be in a uh, multiple of 21 cylinders and that's because that's how that storage is managed in chunks of 21 cylinders. So if you allocate space in, in extended attribute storage or cylinder managed space, you're going to get a 21 cylinder chunk even if you ask for, uh, 15 cylinders.
3: Or even one track. One or track, track. Oh, track. Yeah. is right. Yeah.
2: Right.
3: So
0: but- so this this sounds kind of frightening. So I have to figure out beforehand how much uh, how many data sets I'm going to support here. And I'm going to use JCL that's that's older than Mike in order to make this work. Um how do I keep from screwing this up?
2: How do you keep it? Well, actually, what we, what we are working on today is, and we're working on putting this out is we've written an ansible module for ICKDSF that will help you initialize your volume for you. Now, it, won't, it won't do the size of the device for you, uh, but it'll, it'll do all the other things and, and all the other pieces that'll help you from uh, destroying data that you didn't really want to destroy. Because uh, when you initialize the volume, there is no oh I want it back, there is no <laughs> there is no uh, trash bin, uh, there is no restore uh, other than a backup for your device. So uh, basically, it's 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 a very simple and you know it sounds complicated, but it's you know the, you, the storage administrator knows what the device is going to be used for uh, in their environment they know about how many data sets they're going to put on this volume and how many and what type of data sets these are going to be. Uh so they have they have educated experience uh based on their environment of what they need to create the VTOC for this for this device. Um
1: let, let me ask kind of the inverse of that. Is this one of those things where uh, I'm I'm wondering what the benefit is to spending time sizing my potential number of, of data sets and all that is where I, am I going to save like five kilobytes of space if I, um, if I accurately size it versus just say, yeah, just give me the biggest one.
2: No, the, the, the issue is you're gonna, you're gonna, um, save some space. It's not a, it's not a, not a tremendous amount because the V can only be, um, 65,534 tracks. Mm-hmm. Which is about forty three hundred cylinders, which is about you know, four gigabytes, give give or take. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, so you're not you're not talking a lot of space out of um, out of the size of the volume, uh, mm-hmm. but but why you the reason you don't want to extremely over-allocate your VToc is if you allocate it and for some reason your index gets disabled. The access to your data slows down significantly because when you want to uh, allocate your data set, either an existing data set, it starts at the beginning of the VTOC and searches the entire VTOC until it finds your dataset. That's if the index is disabled. That's why we recommend you use an index VTOC. Uh, and that's why we recommend you let the system size the index VTOC because the system will create the size of the index to match the size of the VTOC, and you don't have to do that math. And so the chances of you breaking your index, running out of space in your index, is significantly uh, less if you let the system do the work for you.
3: And the and the index can always be rebuilt on the fly. Right. So even when the thing's online, you can rebuild the index. You know, the problem with the VTOC is the VTOC, you can only extend it as long as there's free space next to it. You know, if you have, if you have, there is no free space and you'd have to move it, you would have to take the volume offline to do that. Right. Whereas, the, whereas right. the index, you don't. Oh. Right
2: now, but if you, if you follow our best practice that we're publishing for initializing VTogs, you will have the index VTOC adjacent to the VTOC and ICKDSF will let you uh, extend both of them at the same time and you can use that space that was allocated to the index for the VTOC. so you have a guaranteed i can i can make my VTOC larger once if you let the system <laughs> do the work for you
0: yeah that's that's what i was going to ask what happens if you're like me and you underestimated and now i'm stuck yeah. i can i can fix it once you're saying
2: you can fix it at least once in and in all likelihood, you could probably fix it more than once, uh, if you let the system do all the all the data the system well, data set allocations here, for you.
3: Here here's where we come into your best practice, though Kevin is, is yeah. the the VVDS where we put the VVDS.
2: Right, and if you let the system place the VVDS for you, the VVDS that's that's a VSAN volume data set, and on SMS volumes, that data set gets created. And every data set on an SMS volume has an entry in the VVDS. And this is a subset of entry uh, of information in the VTOC and a subset of information in the catalog where this data set is cataloged. The system will place this VVDS for you, or you can place it yourself. The benefit of letting the system do it is that that VVDS only gets created when you create uh, data, uh, create data sets on this volume, and it gets created after you create data sets on this volume. So if you think about the sequence of the events, you initialize the volume, you let the system create the VTOC, index VTOC, and the index ends up adjacent to the uh, VTOC. So there's your first extend of your VTOC space, and then you create a data set. Now, your data set will get, in all likelihood, created adjacent to your index VTOC. And then your VVDS will get created. So you can move this, this application or user data set you created much easier than you can move the VVDS because you can't move the VVDS. But in theory, you can have a second chance to extend your VTOC if you let the system do the work for you.
0: So' I'm, I'm, I'm trying to um, I, I'm a man of little brain, so it's gonna take me a second you, in, in this picture then would I would I create an arbitrarily large data set um, that first time so that I have that extra space later?
2: No you, you, could. It,
0: you could if you wanted to
2: you could but in in practice what I, I would just have you do it allocate just use this volume like you plan on using it. Because if you, if you create your VTOC relatively close to what you're going to use, what you normally expect to use, then you're not going to run out of space. Because what happens is uh, just like you can defrag your hard drive or your, your drive on your, on your workstation, you know, it used to be a, a spinning device. Now it's flash drives, but just like you could defrag and, and the system would, um, put your files that were in different fragments, put them together and give you larger free space extents. Uh, there's a component of DFSMS called ADR DSSU or DSS that will do uh, space management on your volumes and free up uh, space uh, by, by uh, compressing your data set, compressing your extents together, co-loading, co-locating your data set extents. So it's it's not into multiple fragments, and you'll end up with larger free space extents. Um, and you're, the chances of you running out of VTOC space are small. Now, if you if you create a, a normal size VTOC, whatever it is, say it's 2,000 tracks, you're going to get somewhere, um, depending on the size of your volume, you're going to get somewhere between 55 and 200 tracks of index VTOC. Um, and that's because of the math, the, the system goes through in creating your index. And so for 22 tracks, that's 22 times 50, which is what, uh, 1100 more data sets you could put on the volume. If you extend the V, if you get the smallest index VTOC and you extend it once, that's a pretty good chunk of, uh, uh, additional space for your VTOC here. I doubt that you're going to run out of of VTOP space if you just follow the follow your your uh, sizing of your storage administrators or your system programmers and let the system handle the index VTOC and the BBDS. Uh, running out of running out of VTOP space um, is is not something that I would expect you happen. Uh, unless one of the best
3: practices. The best practice though, if we could put the VVDS before the VTOC, if the VVDS is before the VTOC, then you don't have to worry about it.
2: Yeah, right. The, the issue with that is the VVDS will extend eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because the VVDS defaults to 10 tracks, uh, and then as you, it needs more, it will extend to more. And where that where a VVDS extend gets placed, you really don't have control over it. The system treats it like any other data set extend. Um, so... The best practice is just just create your VTOC on the size you think you're going to need. Trust your storage administrators mm-hmm. and let the system handle the index VTOC and the VVDS. Um, and and that's the that's the best practice for this because your storage administrators they know uh, you know how many datasets get created on this volume they know what type they know they know what they're going to place this where they're going to place this volume and what they're going to use it for. So let just trust those people to do their job. Uh, wh- where we get into trouble is when we try to uh, tightly manage this VTOX space or tightly manage this index VTOX space. Um, do do your math and then add yourself some some leeway, and then let the system handle everything else for you. and And you should be fine ninety nine percent of the time. Now, I can't say a hundred percent because there 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 will always be something ha- that goes sideways <laughs> that we don't expect you know that's that's why I have a job <laughs> well because here, here,
3: here, here's where the vtok is so important to you it it's you could have the data on a volume and the data could still exist but if you have no pointers to that data you can't access that data you know so we've had that problem before where the vtok We've lost the VTOC but the data is still there so we have to try to figure out how to reconstruct it the pointers you know and and what the other thing in the VTOC was important about the VTOC is the VTOC also either the VTOC or the index has your free space in there so that's how allocation works in the first place is it looks at the free space map to, to determine what what's even allocatable on the volume.
1: Oh, so if you lose the v it won't know how much space is left, and we'll just give up at that point until it's regenerated. Uh, right. you
2: know, there is no regeneration for the V-talk.
3: Oh. you'd have to you'd have to reinitialize the volume, and you you basically yeah. if you lose the v you've lost all the pointers to the data.
2: Right. Whoops. Yeah.
0: I, I guess you want that backed up pretty well then.
2: Uh, yes, yes, that's a that's a really good idea. <laughs>
0: Yeah. What, what's the relationship between the VTOC and the catalog?
2: The, the catalog, when, when you allocate a data set, uh, and, and we've all done ISPF, or well, maybe we're not. I can't say that <laughs> anymore. We haven't all done ISPF. <laughs> um, when, when you allocate a data set, you can either allocate the data set uh, by volume where you, you can tell the system this is where the, this data set exists. It exists on this volume or you can just allocate the data set and the, the system will um, look in the master catalog and find find the pointers. It's a, it's a um, high level qualifier. It's an alias. Uh, master catalog will point to a user catalog. The user catalog says all the data sets that begin with this high level qualifier are cataloged in this user catalog. This user catalog will, will have pointers to the volume where this data set exists. The, the catalog just says, this is the volume where your where your file or your Word data set resides. And so when you allocate a data set, um, new or, or existing, and you don't use a volseer, the system will go through the catalog search. And catalog search is master catalog to the high-level qualifier to the user catalog. User catalog points to the volume. The volume looks at the VTAC and says, there, here's your data set right here. Here's where it starts. And here's where the, here's the pieces that of the on the volume that, that make up your data set. Now if you so have. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: I was just going to ask when, when when you allocate a data set, it's got to go to the catalog first. Yes. To and then um, it, it basically allows me to know how much space I can allocate, right? Yes. But when I when I allocate that. Dataset does that start at the VTOC and then propagate up to the catalog?
2: No. Or it, does it-, it the when you allocate the dataset the way the and, and we'll use SMS because because um, most systems are SMS managed now. System managed storage will look at all the volumes that you could allocate your volume your dataset on, and it will pick the best one. And the best one can be. Uh, the fastest one, it can be when the one with the highest amount of free space. And so SMS selects the volume. This is for data set create selects the volume to place your data set on. Then it will, it will call a system, uh, com- com- component, component hmm. called CVAF, which is common V VTAC, VTAC access facility. And CVAF will select space for your data set on this volume based on the size of the re- the request you made, one track, 100 tracks, 300 gigabytes, however you make your, your data set allocation request, CVAF will find space for you on the volume and then return that and say, okay, this is your space. And then that, that data set will get cataloged in the catalog and say, okay, your data set is on this volume now. And so then you can just write to it and yep. as you write to it, if you need more space, the system will get you more space.
3: It may even find it on multi-volumes, but we're right not going to go there. It, <laughs> right, it, it, it depends on
2: how you allocate your data set. Exactly. You know, you can allocate it single volume or multi-volume, but but uh, that's so a different yeah,
0: yeah. If I if I do multi-volume, then it's got to it's got to look at multiple VTOCs, right?
2: Well, what what happens is. You can allocate your data set multi-volume, and as you use up your space on your first volume, it will go get space on your second volume, huh. and then your third volume. And then you can go up to 59 volumes. And depending on your data set, your data set can be um, 16 to 123 extents on each volume, depending on the type of data set you allocate. There are basically six different type of data sets you can create. Three of them can be 123 extents, and three of them can be 16. But it all depends
1: on the type of data set you create. Can we talk about extents for a second? Uh, yes. My understanding is, and you can tell me how I'm wrong. My my understanding is an extent is a um, a degree by which a volume grows larger or an allocation grows larger. Yes. Each time it's, okay.
2: It's a, it's a degree by which the allocation goes lar- grows larger. And when you create your data set, you tell it what your primary allocation is going to be. And it can be tracks, cylinders, uh, gigabytes, megabytes, kilobytes, what, whatever you want to give it as far as your primary allocation. And then you tell it your secondary allocation. Uh, and as you use up your primary allocation, you will get a secondary allocation. And then as you use up that, that next secondary allocation, you will get a ne- another one and this is again go back to the type of data set you can get up to 15 additional extents or 121 just uh, 22 for 123 total So it's like extents. like notches in a belt. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> the other the other way they <laughs> look at the extents though too. An extent everything the smallest is like one track. That's one track. So an extent is is a series of like the beginning the beginning extent to the ending extent. So what you have is you have a cylinder and there's 15 tracks per cylinder. So like they'll give you an extent and they'll give you the cylinder, what the cylinder number is, and then the the head, because there's, there's the 15 tracks, so they're called heads. They're zero to fourteen. So when you get an extent, he says, okay, the extent the thing begins here, like let's say cylinder zero, head one, and it will go to cylinder one hundred, head zero. You know, so that's what when you look at when you look at stuff in the VTOC. What he's what he's actually describing is where where your data resides on the volume, the extent being what cylinder and what head number.
2: And and your data, your DASD devices can be shared across multiple systems. And a sysplex, it can be 32 systems. Yep. So all those all those subsystems, all those batch jobs, all those TSO users can all be allocating data on one specific device uh or it, it's any device but it's, it's all based on sms but you know you can have you can have thousands of people uh, or thousands of address spaces accessing a single device at the same time and the system keeps track of all this through the vtalk of who's using what and which space they what space they have
3: now now the other the other thing we were, we were talking about before though too. On, on the whole thing with the free space and the the uh the marking of what's allocated, and not allocated, you know why you care about that though too is is now when you start getting into cloud and I'm start dumping stuff to cloud, is due to the speed of, of getting stuff to the cloud and back from the cloud is you really don't want to dump the whole volume, you only want to dump the allocated tracks, so that's why they they like to look at the VTOC and say okay what's allocated only dump the allocated tracks. Don't dump the entire volume, just dump the allocated tracks. So it's a lot faster to dump it to to the cloud if if that's all you're dumping rather than doing a full volume dump.
2: Right, and if you think about that, like you have a one terabyte volume, but you're only using 300 gigabytes. Well, you don't want to dump the entire terabyte to the cloud. You only want to write 300 gigabytes. And so that's the, that's the benefit of keeping, another benefit of keeping track of free space in the VTOC, or use space in the VTOC.
0: Well, this has been a, a, a crash course on VTOC uh, for me. So uh, I want to thank you, uh, Mike and Kevin, for talking to us about, about this. Uh, this has been really awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, well, yeah I enjoyed it. Old man Charlie, run us out. You've been listening to Terminal Talk with Frank and Jeff. For questions or comments, or if you have a topic you'd like to see covered on a future episode, direct all correspondence to contact at TerminalTalk.net. That's contact at TerminalTalk.net. Until the next time, I'm Charlie Lawrence, signing off.